I wanted to see if you guys caught that. <laughs> are, you, are, are you sure? Are you, are you for real? Or did you like... Are you serious? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Hi, Onyx fam. Welcome to the Onyx Life, where change comes with challenge. Every episode, we take you on a journey, moving you from the struggle life to the Onyx Life, creating happy homes, financial empires, and exploring the lighter side of life. My name is Rita, and today on Herspective with Shalom, Sinead, and Shasha, we're going to be talking about Insatiable. So tonight we just saw Insatiable, and it seems like it is a running theme for Herspective to keep on watching all these woman, so-called woman empowerment shows or movies. I'm not even doing this intentional. It just seems like there's always something out, and it always seems very appropriate for me to talk about it with my girls. So tell me, guys. Well, before I even ask you guys, I just want to say what Insatiable is about. Insatiable is a Netflix show starring Debbie Ryan, Alyssa Milano, Dallas Roberts, and a host of other people. It is about a girl, a high school girl, who gets bullied for being overweight. She loses a bunch of weight as a result of having her jaw wired shut all summer after being punched in the face by a homeless guy and then decides to get revenge on her schoolmates by competing in beauty pageants. So what did you guys think about the show? Well, I just want to point out that this is not the first time we saw this actress, Demi Bryan. Actually, she actually played in a show back in the day in a childhood Disney show called Jessie. Jesse and she was on Sweet Life on Deck. Oh, yeah, and she was on Sweet Life on Deck. So it was like, we get to see her on this Netflix show. And it's very interesting. Like, it was very different from what the other shows she actually played in. The first time I saw the trailer, it was on Instagram. And then when I just saw the clip of it, I was like, a little confused. I was like, what? Like, is this is this really what she's playing in? Like, is this, <laughs> this a serious thing? Hmm. She's brand new to me. I didn't know who she was. <laughs> she's, she's a Disney star. Yeah, she's, a, she's oh. not of your generation. Yeah. What did you think, Sinead? I thought it was very interesting what she was portraying because, I don't know, it's like, you know, when you choose actors and actresses, you try to, you try to have them usually relate to it somehow, but mm-hmm. I don't know if she really related not. to it. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. My opinion on the show is I did not like it. I did not enjoy it. I felt that it was inappropriate in so many ways oh, yes. and not even in a political satire, let's poke fun at this or it just seemed it was to me unimaginative. Uh, it was over the top and it, it relied on very trite jokes like you need a pearl necklace and then the guy pauses for a second and then shows an actual pearl necklace. Wait, I don't, I don't, and so I don't get that. and that's the thing, unless you know about certain things as an adult not because you know your mind is in the gutter you just have heard these things you know that some of these jokes but because it is a high schooler who is well at least she's trying to portray herself as a high schooler you're gonna have a lot of young people watching this and they're gonna be like probably those jokes are going to go over their head for some of them and some of them are going to be like wait what wait so yeah, that was an actual that wasn't joke yes and so the the show is not appropriate for kids now being i'm their mother i was i was with shasha shalom and Sinead obviously are adults now but but i was with shasha and 
I was able to, you know, at least monitor and be that guidance. We only saw the, the first episode. And while I felt that it was it, it, it was trying to portray a message, I think it felt very flat. Yeah. Right. I, I, I mean, if there was any jokes in it, I didn't get it because I didn't laugh the whole entire, the whole time. I was just cringing. I, I, I didn't see any humor in this at all. <laughs> I see that they were really trying to show a message, just like you said, but I don't think it came across that way. No you know way. How, you know, like, I know the genre is like dark comedy, but you know how like dark comedy can be like funny? This wasn't even funny. Like, it, it was just... I just kind of cringe and it was just... Yeah, it was uncomfortable. And the thing is, I know families who have been affected by anal cancer. That was one of the big jokes in this pilot. That, oh, right. we're having a fundraiser for anal cancer. Ha, ha, ha. Let's use brown ribbons. And I mean, I know that people are saying, hey, let's let's not make life so serious. But I still think that we wouldn't do it for breast cancer. We wouldn't no. do it for brain cancer and no. have people walking around blind or not knowing what they're saying or something right. like that. There's, they're just, it's too much, it's too over-sexualized in my opinion. It's yeah, just, that's the thing. Anal cancer, I feel like it was a double. It was, yeah. Always. Yeah, it was like, oh, let's let's make this a joke. And let's also make this, you know, haha, let's laugh at anal cancer. Guys, like, because who gets that? I don't know if you guys, you guys probably don't remember, um, but there's a woman, she used to be very famous on Charlie's Angels, Farrah Fawcett. She actually died of anal cancer. Oh, wow. So this is something serious. And like I said, I have, I've had patients who have had anal cancer. So I was just, I wasn't impressed with that. I wasn't impressed with her fat suit. In 2018, you can't do a better fat suit. I was like, that looks so ridiculous. It was it was over the top too. Okay. It wasn't like normal. It wasn't normal body fat. It looked like overdone. Okay, literally, I think they did that to make it a joke. Yeah. But definitely, because if they were actually serious about it, they actually would have hired an actual, you know, overweight person. But they're doing it as a joke, and it just it didn't. It that also didn't make me laugh. <laughs> if it was a joke, right? Trying or to make or it. even having like a homeless man punch her in the face. France just made a new law. Um, basically having to do with people who are okay so let me let me just back up a bit a woman was walking and a guy was catcalling and saying saying something and she told him to shut up and he went right up to her and slapped her hard in the face I saw that video that right. was a hard slap that was that was but was it legal technically was it legal no, you said, that, you can't, that's assault. I know, no, I was saying that because you said there's new law, so I didn't know. Yeah, there's some new law about, um, I guess, what people can say or something on the street over there. Oh, what you can say on the street. Right. Not, I mean, okay. Basically, not, it was to protect women and protect people well, from becoming cat, assault. If someone cat called me, I would have just like, ignored it. I wouldn't be like, shut up! Like, Yeah, one thing also that I was very uncomfortable about was after he was accused of molesting someone, he went upstairs with the teenage girl. That was very... When was he... he um, the the guy the main the guy who was the pageant coach. The Try pageant to explain coach. to who, who that was. Well, there was the guy who was the well. There was this. There was two storylines. There was one storyline where um, the the main girl she was punched in the face by the homeless man, and there was another guy. The second storyline where there was a pageant coach who was coaching this girl for a pageant, and when she lost. Her, I think, mother. what was it? Her mother, her mother Falsely basically accused. accused him of basically touching her. And that's why she messed up on stage. And he was fired, basically. His reputation was ruined. 
So when he was in the spa one day, the girl who won the pageant came up to him and was like, hey, you want to come to my house? And do you want to... Be my uh, new coach. Like. Yeah, to get um to get revenge on her father because her father was putting a lot of um high expectations for her. So we went to her house, and when he went to her house, she offered him a drink. And, of course, she was underage, and he asked her, aren't you underage? And she was like, I'm an old soul. And they went up with the drinks, and that was very uncomfortable. And then she that. proceeded to take off her shirt. Even though he turned around, he was still in the room. Yeah, he didn't leave the room. It was still right. connotating that, well, you basically are a... Um, pedophile. Right. Or even the main girl, Patty, played by Debbie. What's her name? Debbie Ryan? Debbie yes. Ryan. She. She was also like obsessed with this guy. Yeah. She was all over him. Inappropriate. So it's like we have a rash of teachers sleeping with students right now. And we're supposed. Is this supposedly to make a joke out of it? I, I don't know. I just felt like this is not funny. No, but literally it's a theme with TV shows these days. Even with Riverdale, like one of the storylines is the main character sleeps Archie. with the teacher, Archie. Ugh, I mean, I guess this is what we're going to just make this commonplace now. I this know. is ridiculous. But I just want to say the new catcalling law in France would charge 750 euros basically for people who are caught catcalling. So this oh, wow. is in mm-hmm. order to, I guess, avoid that whole situation from happening again. So, like, what if a guy just, like, just, like, looks over up and down a girl and is like, mm-hmm. Is that, like, count as, a, like, a cat? No, call? I think he, he made probably, a lewd remark. Yeah. So. That's that's a good law. That's, that, should be, that should be happening everywhere, basically. Right, right. It, it makes women uncomfortable. It really does. I think men, some men think that, hey, it's a compliment. But it's, it makes some women feel uncomfortable it's like it's just not the right time they're not walking down this most women aren't walking down the street looking for that at that point right and some women they just don't like that kind of attention but i think that like i said this movie or show i should say it just it just fell flat some people would say oh you got to watch the whole season i don't think i need to watch the whole season to see whether or not this show right you know i remember like when i first watched the office the first episode was kind of like meh and I could see, well, let me give this one a chance. Because there was nothing, like, really um, there for me to, to cringe. That one was also inappropriate. Made, made, I would say they poked fun at serious things, even in, like, let's say, in the office. Right. But they did it in such a well-written way that it felt like you, you just... It kind of felt like Seinfeld at the they both had that same feel where you can laugh at situations but this show i just didn't feel that way well the office and um seinfeld they felt more a lot more relatable and real than Mm -hmm. than um insatiable insatiable is like far out like she wants to get it's really cheesy too because in the end she just wants to get revenge on everybody who's ever wronged her in her life and it's like it was poorly written in my opinion in right. terms of jokes. And from what I've written, read, written, sorry. And from what I've read, I've seen that it's going to even get to murder and stuff like that. And it's Wait, so like, she actually like murder someone? Or I like really she, don't know. So she All considers I know murdering is that someone. I, I don't know if she was just accused or if she's actually going to. Well, well I, I mean, the, like at the end of this episode, she was literally about to. The, po- the homeless guy's going to die. Let me just say that. He's going to die. So currently, as of this recording, oh, what? Insatiable has an 11% with critics, but an 82% with the audience. No, but you know why? It's because she's a Disney star. And no offense to her, but it's like, it's because she's a Disney star and she's still in the minds and hearts of like a lot of people. You know, so they're going to support her. 
You know what I mean? Wow. And you know what? People have this warped mind saying that, you know, we need to support everything that and not make life a joke and everything like that. And it, so they just try to accept everything like right. certain. Well, dis- I have to say the first time I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, man, no way could I support this. Then I spread the comments and I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe I'm being too harsh on this. Maybe I need to give it a try. That's what I was. And I gave it a try and I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't support this. Literally, it's. Not right. Me. BuzzFeed called it hollow, harmful, and hateful. I agree. Hollywood Reporter said it's trite, way over the top, unfunny, and a bloated mess. Yes. Why do I agree with all of those? I, I'm sorry, I do. I disagree <laughs> with all of it. Okay. I like, couldn't have described it better. All right, so critics, I, I applaud you for this, but can I just go on another subject? Mm-hmm. Why'd you give Teen Titans Go, the movie, like 100%? <laughs> I'm just going to put it out Well, there. you know what? I, I always feel that there is a line with critics that... I, I don't know. I just feel that there are some times where they give ratings for movies that don't deserve it. And I feel like there's either money behind it or their reputation behind it or something. So I don't always believe what they say. So they're not. the thing is with Netflix shows, they're not going to be pressured to give it a high rating. Yeah, they're going to be honest about it. They're just going to be like... Yeah, because they're, like, a lot of critics are like against Netflix and a lot of Hollywood are against Netflix. So they're just going to trash it no matter right. what, if it's good or not. Right, right. I think that... I think it sends a really bad message for fat women or big women because I think that she only felt really good about herself when she was small and also she felt like that she had to get revenge when she was small and it's always this feeling of oh if you're big you're worthless when you're skinny oh wow look at you you're worth something and I can't necessarily blame the movie because that's how it is in real life that's how a lot of women feel and big women are ignored they're like invisible but yet not invisible it's like they're invisible to to courtesy but they are um totally out there for ridicule it's just it's just a dichotomy and so i get what they were trying to do but the thing is there's there's a line but also i feel like that some films can do it like when we saw i feel pretty right like she felt good about herself even when she was overweight right like that was showing more of confidence yeah. and stuff wait she didn't feel good about herself when no she no was afterwards she oh, realized afterwards, it. afterwards yeah, she yeah. eventually came to yeah, realize she was it. Gonna say, her like, body, no though. but i mean like she didn't change her body and right. then all of a sudden she was great it was right. like after she realized her worth later on mm-hmm. then she appreciated herself yeah for the, like the last five minutes of the movie right but <laughs> <laughs> read um some of the statement that the cast member debbie ryan shadade shared with me uh, a long statement we won't read the whole thing but well it says um the second part of her paragraph it says 12 years into my own struggles with body image struggles that took me in and out of terrible places i never want to go again things i choose every day to leave behind i was drawn to this show's willingness to go to real places about how difficult and scary it can be to move through the world in a body whether you're being praised or criticized for its size and what it feels like to be like to pray to be ignored because it's easier than to be seen it was very important to Lauren Gu- Gussis. Gussis, our writer and showrunner, from whose brain and heart and the life of their character, Patty, was born, as well to me, that any scenes where Patty was heavier don't use her size as a punchline. And it continues. Did you screenshot them? Well, you know, let's just stop right there for a second. Why are they saying that her heaviness was not used as a punchline when the way that they even made her fat suit was a punchline in and of itself? Right. Right. Just looking at her big, you just want to laugh because it doesn't even look like how a big person looks. No, it really isn't. She looked like 
Like she swallowed a duck. I don't know. <laughs> very like a duck float. It was weird. You know, it was what just some, weird. Wait, you know what she looked like? She looked like um, the marshmallow from Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh wow, that's a good description of it. Yeah, it just it looked bizarre. It just did not look right. So I don't know why. You know this this line of. Any scenes where Patty was heavier, don't use her as a punchline. What? I, I, the whole show was a punchline because of her. Did she like, even write this? Okay, you can continue. Um, it says another one. I want more women to keep telling their stories and through that, face the gutting realities that bog us down every day. I'm grateful to be on a show by whip-smart creator female creators that aim to dissect the insidious pressures we place on young women. I hope fans will wait and watch the show before passing judgment. If you go for this ride, I think you'll recognize both yourself and the things that make you mad about our faction and beauty-obsessed culture. But I, I feel... With this movie, they are trying to like um, put some spotlight on what's happened. What happened basically for like decades of like fat shaming and stuff. But I feel like this might just fuel it more. Right, she said. We're not in the business of fat shaming. We're out to turn a sharp eye on broken, harmful systems that equate thinness with worth. And then, oh, but then she said, also, and Patty doesn't starve herself skinny. She snaps and undergoes a physical transformation, but it doesn't make her happy. Well, that part is right. It does not necessarily make her happy. It does make her look like she's more desired and people um, want to, you know, be her friend and other things. But I have to point out one thing, though. In the show, she actually said in, in the beginning of the show um she patty was running in the gym and then she fainted and then someone said when was the last time you ate and she said last tuesday but they said in this paragraph she didn't starve herself skinny but she was trying to exactly right she was exactly and then it and starts then off with end. her weighing in too like with weight watchers right so and in the watchers end, type of thing in the end like before she got skinny she was forced to become skinny right like she didn't like, if you get your jaw wired shut, you're only drinking liquids. You're basically almost starving. Yeah. So, I, like I said, I wonder, did she really write this? I don't think so. I felt like it was the Debbie people Ryan's. who produced this show. And they're trying to get their money's worth. Right. You know, when you make a any type of Netflix show, I mean, these shows are costing more and more and more money. And even if it was a minimal budget, still, people want to recoup their, their any losses. So... I'm not saying it's going to lose because the audience is gung-ho for it, 82%. Although I've seen some disturbing things on Twitter. I think that there are better things to to watch. Yeah, like there are two reasons why. Oh, I really please. hope you're kidding. Oh, kidding. no, no, it's all a joke. I know no. that there's a lot of controversial shows on Netflix and it's just we pick and choose to what we consume and what we judge upon, you know? Right, right. Maybe we should have a another... Um, episode on 13 reasons why about are what are we actually gonna watch it you know i don't know because those There's are some themes i really really to stay away from think that are can be dangerous and very you no know, things i've heard have been like they've been gory and just depressing and just yeah. not yeah like the last themes. the last episode of season two what i heard it sounded horrible right i heard about that too and i i said no i don't know about that no i would rather but, I, but the thing just is talk about what i've heard but the <laughs> thing is like with 13 reasons why at least they touch upon it in a way in a more serious way than like making fun right of it. well there's that's the thing there's two ways of looking at trying to get a message across there's one way or there's three ways one make it as relatable as possible right two 
you can do something totally over the top inappropriate but you know you're trying to be want to be funny and then there's three there's let's just shock people yeah right, that's, what, that's what 13 reasons why is yeah right. I, i've heard from critics and from people who watch 13 reasons why i've never watched it but i've heard from people who watch 13 reasons why is it's good that they're showing that it is this is what happens right. with depression and suicidal thoughts but i've heard that there is a way to show it without showing it so vividly. And yeah. Now. Right. Right. I, I think that that is definitely something I'd want to stay away from. Yeah. Not And, and I, I'm not even a teenager. I would especially want young people to stay away from something like that. No, a lot of, I read a lot of. my age, I wouldn't want to. I read a lot of comments like these like turned teenagers saying that they wouldn't watch it because they know they'll get triggered by it because like in their depressive state, they know that they would, you know, they won't react in a really good way mm-hmm. that's true don't watch anything that triggers you really right yes. well why, do, why don't you guys define what is triggering you know your generation says that a lot this is triggering trigger warning what is that what well, does that mean it shocks you it probably shocks you in a way that just makes you overthink things and okay make you do unrational things towards. well say say you get a panic attack every time you see blood if there, you know there's a war movie right don't watch it if you know you're gonna get a panic attack right if you are um if you came from an assault or mm-hmm. you you know you you don't watch anything that portrays any rape or assault right right, right. so right. being triggered it means it's gonna trigger you to be emotionally upset yes. right Seeing someone cutting themselves you don't want to watch them because it might, after you get out of that habit mm-hmm. right and like mm-hmm. you think about it and make you feel like you want to do it because you're like oh man i feel depressed just like them i should do it like you know Yes, it's if true. you don't know, there's this other Netflix series, To the Bone. Have you ever heard of that, To the Bone? No. It is a Netflix series about a um, young woman who suffers from anorexia. And people who are anorexic shouldn't watch To the Bone if they suffer from anorexia because they'll be triggered to start starving themselves again and go into an anorexic habits. So wait, right. is, it, is it a series or a documentary? It is a, it is a series. It is a, I think it is a series or it is a series. Um, to the Bone is a series. Wow. Oh, Starring Lily Collins. Lily Collins? I really? think that's her name. Yeah, Wait, Lily Collins. Is she the one that used to be on YouTube? Or maybe I'm thinking about someone else. What? No, that's Lily Pons. No, no, no. I'm just, <laughs> not no. Lily Pons. No. no, 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 no. Not her. But there was this really anorexic girl that I remember just seeing on no, YouTube. No, no. Her name is Eugenia Cooper. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's what she is. I wonder what happened. Is she still on there? Yeah, she's still alive. She Well, alive. I mean, I know alive, but <laughs> she still do her videos on YouTube. I'm not sure, oh, but boy. I really hope she gets Why better. does Netflix like to just be in so much controversial things? But what I've noticed, though, a lot of things are directed, and I don't want to say at women, but for women. That is so, so true. true. I don't really see any series for men. And the thing is, I don't think that people point this out enough, but like men also have insecurities and stuff. But I feel like that <laughs> if they make movies about it, men will not watch it because then that'll omit insecurity. Right. It's just a lot um, directed towards women, and it's just... I think it's triggering all over the place. Yes, that's the thing. Because well, I feel like that is triggering. When it's tri- when you get triggered, you want to do it more and more, right? So mm-hmm. if you watch something about like self-confidence, but it's not necessarily a good self-confidence thing, then you're going to want to watch more and more movies or TV shows about self-confidence because you feel like that you didn't get enough of it. Yeah. And like, you're not... For you me, don't feel self-confident about it because it's not really a good self-confidence movie or TV show. For mm. me, I have to stay away from um, reading like reading and watching things about people feeling bad about themselves or else I'll start feeling bad for myself. 
So really, that's something that I have to really stay away from. Well, everyone knows when you create a film about controversy, besides something with fluff and just happiness, it will cause more... Uh, or what was it called again? Views, not views, that's but right. more press. Right. More right. people will talk about it if it is about controversial st- topics rather mm-hmm. than just fluff. But the and, thing is, you know, people don't like fluff anymore. They don't like the old things that play it safe. People like to watch things that are controversial and relatable to them mm-hmm. to these days. They do. E- Eugenia Cooney is still on YouTube. Is she? S- which is interesting. But, you know, <laughs> that is between her and whatever issues she may have it's you know if if they they i'm I'm not gonna say you can't have really skinny people on youtube they're people that run the whole gamut of of weight and i don't really know her health and maybe whatever um whatever she is battling i have known some people battling crohn's disease and other things that have gone down so far in their weight that people assumed they had an eating problem so I don't know. I really don't know. I also see it on the total opposite end. I see people on, um, especially TLC on YouTube, and they're like 600 pounds. So who's to say I, one should be off and the other not? Right. You know? So right. it's really about you as a parent, and then once you're an adult, you making those decisions for yourself too about what you want to expose yourself to. So it's not so much that I'm saying nobody should watch Um, the shows that we're talking about. I'm saying that for me, for us, we choose what we want to expose ourselves to. Right. Right. So I feel that in terms of insatiable, I don't really see the The need to watch anymore. I don't feel like I'm learning anything. Not that I have to learn anything learn something every time sometimes i can just be be entertained right but, but i don't want to feel bad after i'm done right because right. it was not just it was not just inappropriate but it literally wasn't funny it just right. wasn't and it wasn't I, entertaining and when i say feel bad i don't mean personally feel bad i mean i don't want to feel guilty like what am i like what am i what did i just do with my last 40 minutes of my life you know that kind of a bad <laughs> right not like because this this doesn't trigger me this stuff doesn't trigger me because <laughs> you just think it's stupid yeah i just think <laughs> it's it's dumb it's dumb i i you know what i get triggered with i get triggered with racial stuff really mm-hmm. i do not like to watch it but i do watch ones that i feel so that, that trigger- are that are something that are worth watching that you can learn from things that will really help but i get really triggered with that kind of stuff oh, so, so, so is that can- something you really need to stay away from so you won't just get like yeah, I, I was just telling Daddy yesterday, on the, actually on the podcast yesterday, and I don't know how it came up, but I was saying, or was it yesterday? It might have been the day before. But I was just saying that there are um, things that when I feel, when I start watching it, I don't want the anger to stir, be stirred up. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to start feeling a certain way every time I get around a certain type of person. I want, I want to live in peace. But I right. know that it is necessary to um, continue to highlight issues. It's necessary right. in not just on Twitter to show what's really happening in the world, but also you need Hollywood to bring it out to the forefront so millions of people will go and say, oh, wow, so this is what was happening. Or, you know, you need that. It's just that those particular things trigger me. Right. You just have to do it in the right way because or else it'll just come off wrong and it'll just add more fuel to the fire. Right, yeah. right. It's always yeah. a delicate balance anytime you approach a particular topic like that anything like that yeah weight race um gender things now suicide and this is the thing i don't know i'm just gonna say it even on insatiable okay like 
The, they they had a gay character on there. Yeah, but and they they make her look pathetic though. They really do. They, it's, it's, it was just, actually to be honest, it was kind of degrading to her too. That's what I was thinking. It was degrading to her, and I mean, I just I don't know. I feel like if you're a part of that community, you're gonna. I feel like you'll be a little like, offended. Like so, what? We're, so all gays are desperate and just longing for someone that will never look their way, like. Right. I don't know. I just, I the, just thought that was um, off too. The best way to portray her was like, fine, you have your life. I'm going to live my life. But, you know, the friends stuck around with her. I don't know what happens during the se- series, but I hope she didn't like just wait around for like right. Patty to go to her. Right. It's like, eh. anyway, I know that's controversial. And they, so. and, like, and they portray them as outcasts too. Right. Yeah. Not good looking. Not, you know, dressing very drab. Right. I don't know. Uh, it's just like every group they could poke fun of they they could except the black people look fabulous so that's the, that's the ironic thing almost like, like let's not touch them yes that was they made the they made the um the, the asian american woman just like really dumb and it was just like wait what asian american woman the the they daughter see. the daughter yeah they did if you guys didn't know the Asian American woman she's the daughter of the person who she she was a passionate woman who lost by the way right right and the girl who won she was after she was black right so i i do think that overall i wouldn't recommend it i really wouldn't recommend it but we also saw tonight crazy rich asians and yes. since we saw that tonight i'd like to get your perspective on that show i right. love literally i love watching movies that like they touch other races you don't usually see in hollywood as side characters like Asians, Latinos, like anyone really, and I don't know, I just liked seeing the culture of it. I guess the yeah. men. Okay, can I just say that the men were hot? Okay, <laughs> nice film, <right>. nice input. <laughs> it's a compliment. Okay. Okay. Like, yes, it was so great seeing the culture. They really focused a lot on showing the culture. In my opinion, they showed more culture than having it be a really interesting movie. Yeah. Right. Right. They showed a lot. There was a lot of panning, showing the monuments and the showing food shops food shops and stuff there's a lot of scenes like that but mm-hmm. not very good dialogue or anything the or dialogue was not good it was kind of weak it was the storyline i feel like that the book was better and i feel like they had they could have had a better way of directing it mm-hmm. but they really focused on more just saying hey we have agents here <laughs> <laughs> can i just yeah. say now i just want to go to in- indonesia now like singapore singapore oh, wow wow <laughs> Not every Asian country is all alike, you know. Sorry, um, Singapore. I don't know what I'm saying. Looks like something being done in like Kenya, and you're like, okay, can I just say I just want to go to the Congo now? Like, <laughs> no. no. I'm sorry. Anyway, I I I think that it was a it was an okay movie to me. It was like a ro- it was a rom com, a, a romantic comedy, and most of those are corny. And this right, was that's corny what I too. was thinking. But I did appreciate the fact that it was another culture. If right. I can always watch one culture's romantic comedy, why can't I watch everybody's romantic? That's exactly comedy? what I was thinking. That's yeah. why I wasn't really like when I was watching. I was like, okay, you know, it could have been better directed, right. but like. If I watch another movie that is not Asian, you know, with right. the usual people that we have, I mean, like, would I really be, like, saying the same thing? I can't, right. like... exactly. And I do. When I watched um, How to... What is it? How to Lose a Guy in, in 10, 10 Days. 10 yeah. days like, I, that was corny. <laughs> so but I spent corny. my two hours watching it. Why wouldn't I spend two hours watching Crazy Rich Asians? Exactly. I, and I also want to see one in all the other... Um, cultures. Ethnicities and yeah. cultures. Latino. Indian. Arab. Arab. 
Yes, put it, bring it on. Let's let's we Native have, American. We have yet let's to do it all. I want to see it all. We have yet to see a Bollywood rom con, people. And there's so well, there's many a lot. There. We what? should see. There's a whole lot. Well, I never seen one. Oh, yeah, I think Shalom's saying that we should see one. We should. Go oh, you mean one. us? Yeah, like you saw one the other day with the one with the white woman. What the Indian? Remember you saw you saw one a couple months ago. It was an Indian man and there was a white woman, right? And isn't it the the sick or the the big sick? Yes. Oh, but I wouldn't call that a Bollywood. Yeah, Bollywood means like, like dancing. Like, it's like yeah, on. it's like dancing full on. It's like in India. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think the closest thing I've seen to that recently was like, oh man, not recently. I know that wasn't recent at no, all. Years ago, Slumdog Millionaire. That's not. Oh. That, guys, that's a drama. Oh, no, not that one. I was gonna say Bend It Like Beckham. Oh yeah, yeah that one. Oh yeah. my goodness, I love Bend It Like Beckham. Yeah. I gotta see that again. But I'm sure. I think I've seen another one. No, I did. I did. I saw bride and prejudice that one was, was that one too but I, I you know what's interesting i think both of those take place between india and like england and um and in america at least for bride and prejudice so it's not a really traditional bollywood right you know i i don't think i've really seen a, I mean, traditional, a traditional, traditional bollywood romantic comedy but yeah i think we could appreciate a lot in crazy rich asians i think that when you're not used to seeing another culture you have to um, you have to get used to a new scenery, a new a new a new Dialect. way of speaking. Yes, a new way of, di- of of just the accents and all those things. I and just to just to have transparency. Even after I saw Black Panther, I was like, okay, the movie was okay. It was it was good, but it wasn't like wow, put the fireworks on. I don't really feel that way. So just in case someone was thinking, oh, but I bet you thought Black Panther was so great. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, it was an average superhero yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I like I like. I like um, superhero movies where I laugh, so I tend to enjoy things like Iron Thor Man. or Iron Man, where I'm laughing more. Thor was like awesome. Thor right. was so funny. So, but 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 Crazy Rich Asians, I that was an okay movie. It was great. Yeah, it was know. it was good. Oh man, though her friend and her so, father, her fa- her friend and the father's friend, so the friend's father, the friend's father. <laughs> they were hilarious. hilarious. They were. I heard Daddy laughing so hard. <laughs> trying to get their names because these they are no one of them. They were so funny. One the, one of the actresses from like Ocean's Eight. What's her name? Afrofina. Afrofina. Wait, well, she was who? in Ocean's Eight. Yeah. Wait, who was the who was the friend? The friend was um, Aquafina. That was the friend. Oh, okay. She was hilarious. And of course, Ken Jong, he was so funny too. Her name was Aquafina? No, that's her real name. Aquafina is like the water bottle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she didn't she doesn't spell it like that. She spells hers A W K W A F I N A. Oh. So that was like literally Aquafina? Oh. That's, that's cool. That would be cool. If it was and actually another name. thing mm-hmm. I liked about it is that the names too, they didn't. They didn't try to give everyone too much of a name of Asian that sounded Americanized or like you know there's, Westernized. There's like Eddie, Nikki. Right. I was like, what? <laughs> but then there was Go Picklin and Go Wai Moon. But the thing is, so, I think that's accurate because I think that some people right. in, um, in Asia have mm-hmm. more Americanized names and then some have right. more. Asian names. I won't even try to pretend to understand the culture, but I did find it kind of ironic that it was like, we want to send our kids away so that they go to, let's say, England, get this British accent, and then come back and then be proud, be proud that you're from 
you know, Singapore and then be here to run the business. Seems like a dichotomy. Like, right. I don't know. But hey, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the culture. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> let's not, you know, everyone just I don't know. But it's it's a good movie. I would recommend that one. I actually would. Me too. It's a it's a good it's a good movie. Yeah, it was it was good. I liked it. I think it was some I think the one of the main points was know your worth. This right. family was basically the mother in law was shaming like, her. Yeah, like who are you? Or her future mother in law. You're like, who are you? You're never gonna be good enough. And she was loving enough to walk away from her fiance so that she could he could be what he needed to be for his family. And we won't say what happens after that. Did she stay gone or was it resolved? But I will say that. But her walking away. But we like this movie enough to not to spoil it like we did with yes. Insatiable. Right. But I just want to say, <laughs> her walking away made him like, you know, like when you have a mother-in-law like that, made him make sure that he's a man, man enough to man up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Like he should have. That's important. I'm not advocating don't listen to your parents' guidance. That's that's not wise either but you got to be able to balance it with wait i know this person and you may just have met her or him and you may not know what i know so you're gonna have to really trust me on this one and sometimes parents just have to let go Mm -hmm. so i think that in essence that was way more empowering for women than insatiable was yeah right because even there was another couple on there she discovered her husband was cheating and she became from a she came from a very wealthy family and he did not and so he constantly felt like he wasn't good enough so at the end of the day when she was shopping everything she'd have to hide it and he was like i'm tired of you hiding things don't think i don't hear it or see it and um she gave a really powerful line do you remember the line um oh she said that um Oh, what does she say? Dad, oh, Daddy really liked this line. She says something like, um, oh, I can't make you the man because that's not who, not who you are. Because you're a coward or something? Like no, that. Yeah. she said. Yeah, you're a coward and you. I don't need to make you feel like you're a man. Right. Um, I don't need to make you feel yeah. like a man because. I can't make I up can't. something that you're not. Yeah. Oh, that I can't make it. you feel like a man. I can't make something that you're not. Something I was like that. silently snapping in the theater well daddy went mm, like like super loud i'm sure yeah. the whole theater was like okay i started snapping up and shall grab my hand and put it down <laughs> <laughs> hopefully there's a next movie where she's just like living her best life i think there's yeah i think there is though i think i don't i don't know what that book is called but i think that there's a book that's primarily about her oh um yeah so like i said this movie had a lot of female empowerment going definitely not insatiable but this one this one did i think that having it done in singapore it just lets i think it was a actually a great um tourist attraction to 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 let people know hey why don't you come and check this place out right Right. i always did sure do a good job because now all of us want to go yes yes it's it's so far i know right indonesia wow let's take a cruise Why, why do you keep saying indonesia I wanted to see if you guys caught that. Are you, are, are you sure? Are you, are you for real? Or did you like... Are you serious? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> no, but you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit, I went on Google and I had to map it. I had to map it because for some odd reason, I'm always getting Singapore and Hong Kong 
what? confused in my mind. And I know someone might say, oh, really? Do you get U.S. and U.K.? You know, like, I'm sorry. I personally don't know where everything is in that region. And I'm always thinking Singapore is like under China, even though it's not. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking Singapore was the island that's actually under it. I right. That's, that's Hong Kong. Wait, Hong Kong is separate from China? No, Hong Kong is China. No, but I mean, Hong you Kong. You guys, Hong I know Kong Hong- is a city in China. I know, but I'm saying that Hong Kong is on an island off of China. Like the main okay. thing. Hong Kong is not a city in China. What? Look at, we're all on our phones right now. <laughs> it's an autonomous <laughs> oh territory in southeastern oh, China. Because it used to be what? a part of a British colony. We need to brush up on our Asian history here. Or adjust our geography. I feel so Wait, dumb. Good yes. night, guys. I'm sorry. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm done with embarrassment. That's why I really stressed we don't know. But um, I had I do I did map it, and I, I was surprised by how far away it was, and it just let me know, oh. And then I read a little bit of the history, and I'm like, oh, okay, so this is not actually a part of China. No, no, no. There's a lot of ethnic Chinese there. But they are. But Singapore in and of itself is a. Um, it's its own country, and it's not a part of China. And I was like, oh, no, okay. this is what I thought. I thought Singapore was in Malaysia. I thought Malaysia was Singapore. I think, or not Malaysia. Um, the one under it, it's like New Zealand. I think. What? No, are you not talking New about. That is Australia. Oh no, my Indonesia. Goodness. I thought it was Indonesia. Oh, oh, okay. I was gonna say. I know you did not say no, New Zealand. No, <laughs> Indonesia. I thought it was Indonesia, the big island of Indonesia. Oh, okay. Yeah, this. Well, I know that you've been saying for a long time you want to go to Asia. Yeah. I mean, once you're over there, I say you take like a month off. And just if you're gonna go there, just tour the whole of Asia. Might as well. Since you're that far, and that's that, you know, because that's a long plane ride to go back and forth. It is. It's like I know, like from um, the United States to Australia, it's like 20 hours or something. I think it's 24. Oh my goodness! Like a, or maybe not 24. I don't know. It's like 20. Like you said, that's a really long flight too. Yes. I can't even. I, I can't even fathom being on a plane that long. I really can't. I feel like five hours is long. I couldn't even stand it. We went on a small plane for like five seconds. I, <laughs> I started shaking and I literally started sweating. I started panicking. Yeah, okay. but this is different. This is where it's. it feels like you, you've been on a cruise plenty of times. Yeah. It's not as big as a cruise ship, obviously, but it almost feels like um, you have your own little cabin, like a flying hotel. And does it really feel like that no. in economy? Well, like, I would hope if we're going to take something that far that we could all have, you know, a bed. <laughs> because I don't know about sitting in that, you know, upright in that chair for no 14, 15 hours. That's, woo, that is a lot. Anyway, I am so glad you guys joined us. Any final words, guys? Um, Watch Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> yes. Don't watch Inchasable. It's a waste of time. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's my words. <laughs> usual ditto okay on that note thanks for listening join us again monday through friday show notes are found on theonyxlife.com join our facebook the onyx life follow us on twitter at the onyx life and on instagram at the onyx life official now go and live the onyx life where change comes with challenge see you next time